Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold! Coming to the ring, from parts unknown, the combined weight of 853 pounds, Pickleloaf and Dr. Zong! back daddy-o uh, oh the education is, what what where'd all that energy just come from i don't know it's that's it i expended it all um i am the loaf and with me dr zah hey hey um this week uh listener eric recommended a double feature for us the education of dean cameron double feature we're doing some ski school and some summer school yeah We'll get into that soon and talk for it. Talk th- about them for about five minutes total. Uh, Zom, how are you, sir? I'm great. Yeah, <laughs> man of many words. I am fabulous. What? What? No, it's you know, it's just a day. Yep. Uh, it's it's a it's a f- fair weathered holiday weekend. Mm. I.e. The worst time to work at my job <laughs> when it's and nice the worst outside. Time to sit inside and watch movies. I, should, I wish I did that instead. Well, um, you know, depends on the movies. Well, there you go. I've heard that um, in my head so all day. We. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh God! What have you been watching besides? Uh, the schools. Okay. Well, I didn't watch a lot. I don't know why. I don't even have an excuse. Uh, well, actually, there was probably more, but there's some stuff that I repeated because I wanted to, uh, my friends to see a couple movies, and we've already talked about them. So anyway, I watched. Uh, oh, geez, uh, this movie, uh, an eye for an eye, on mm-hmm. this, and it's a western, and it uh, starred. Um, uh, Robert uh, Lansing and John Wayne's son, Patrick Wayne, and Slim Pickens. And An Eye for an Eye is kind of one of those deals where uh, Robert Lansing is a bounty hunter and uh, he's an older guy. And Patrick Wayne is a young bounty hunter. And they team up to go look for this dude, bad guy. Yeah, lots. Lots of bounty hunters in the Old West. Yeah, well, probably not as many as there are in the movies. It's like uh, <laughs> bounty hunters in the Old West are like special forces, black ops guys in today's yep, movies. Yeah, yeah, But, you know, when it's called an eye for an eye, you know, one guy uh, gets shot in his gun hand, and the other guy gets blinded, so he has to be his eyes, and the other guy has to be the gun, and they have to work together. Ooh. I don't know. It wasn't a bad 
movie. I mean, you know, for an old West deal, it was all right. It was all right. Uh, watched um, Our Day Will Come with uh, Vincent Cassel. Uh, this was an odd fucking duck of a movie about two odd ducks, but it's pretty funny. And this is the one where I posted the picture of Vincent Casal channeling Rocco Safrady. <laughs> uh, so if you watch the movie, you'll definitely know what I'm fucking talking about. It's good, though. It's a worth a watch. Watched uh, The Third Man uh, with uh, Orson Welles, Joseph Cotton. Seen that one before. I like it. Like it. Um, I watched the Boogeyman, uh, the Lee Atwater story. Now, this guy is the human piece of shit that came up. Well, Carl, put it this way Carl Rove is his uh, protege. Right. right, And he's the guy that came up with uh, leaking stuff that's not true to the press and like saying stuff like, uh, you know. I just wonder if, you know, maybe people should be worried that Hillary Clinton might have had brain damage from when she wrecked her bike. And then they're like, well, wait a minute. Are you saying she has? No, I didn't say that. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> you know and then it's out there. And then, it, you know, he did. He's just he is such a piece of shit. When you watch this documentary, it's on Netflix that um, I, I, I don't want to give anything away. But uh, let me tell you something. I, I fucking literally this guy is oh, what a fucking dickhead. Um, watch Silence of the Lambs on Netflix. <laughs> Haven't seen that one in a long time. Um, yeah. It's fun to watch. Chloe uh, Starling and she talks like this, and she's supposed to be. Uh, she's from. Wait, uh, I'm and I'm like, okay, I really like this movie, <laughs> but it's funny listening to Jodie Foster. But isn't, she's good. Isn't isn't she from from West Virginia? Is she like a great big fat person? Um, and she she's a very large girl. Um, um, they were screaming. The they yeah, they were screaming. Uh, she didn't do that. Uh, watched uh, <laughs> Fallen. The lambs. Oh, let's see. I watched uh, the Fallen. <coughs> God damn. Oh God. I need a drink. Give me some vodka. Get it. Uh, ah, mother's burns. milk. Uh, not really. Not anymore. Um, <laughs> this is called the Fallen Idol, and it's um. Ralph Richardson is the star of this, and it was on Netflix. It's a it's an old classic, uh, written by Graham Greene, and I thought it was pretty good. The, although I'll say it, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Back in the old days, when they would put a kid in a movie, they for some reason would pick the most obnoxious fucking kid that you know you literally wanted to see the kid get killed. You hate the kid because <laughs> he's just fucking uh, annoying and obnoxious. I watched Mon- The Monuments Men, and it was a turd. Oh. Um, I was excited about that when I saw the not, trailer for it. Not as much a turd as it just is blah. Mm. Um, you saw The Train, right, with Burt Lancaster? Yeah. Okay, this fucking, that is like uh, uh, Mount Olympus, and this is like uh, a bump the in the behind road. your house. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's got a nice cast and everything, but it's like it's like leather leather heads that Clooney did, where he tries to go back like and do an old style kind of like the all shucks, you know, old school uh, uh, army movie or whatever, and it just is. I don't know. I, I, there's there's a good story there, but it just is poop. I, it was boring. I, I don't even know if I, I don't know. It's just the way it was shot. It was just not, you know. It's like 
Whatever. Uh, but then, uh, you know, I made up for it by watching the remake to About Last Night, uh, starring Kevin Hart. And I don't know who any of these people are. Kevin Hart, <laughs> Michael Ely, Regina Hall, and Joy Bryant. What are you um, doing to yourself? The one with Rob Lowe and Jim Belushi is like the Mount Olympus. And this one is like a fucking sinkhole in the fucking backyard. It was fucking sucked. Um, it, that I guess this guy, Kevin Hart. See, I'm kind of falling behind. Now he's a stand-up of some sort. Yeah, he's I've, kind I've of I've never like seen his act. but The Chris Rock or Eddie Murphy of our time, I think, supposedly. And he kind of got on my nerves. And um, it, it was um, a lot more... Uh, raunchy, I guess, because of his character. He plays the Jim Belushi character. So okay. that was kind of, you know, for him being the big star. Uh, but it's... it. That's the DVD lo- you sent me, right? Yeah. There's lines yeah. in it that you can quote word for word from the Rob Lowe movie, but it's a little bit different. His mm-hmm. character and the chick that he's after, it's a different... It's a little bit of a different storyline. How you know? Because in in the one with uh, Rob Lowe, Belushi likes uh, Demi Moore's friend, her roommate and friend, but she just looks at him like he's just a blue collar piece of shit, which he is, and never has anything to do with him. But he continually pursues her. In this one, they fuck all the time, and so then they can make a lot. Of, he can do a lot of fuck jokes, and she can be a you know. Make a lot of fuck jokes and stuff. It's just not good. I mean, I don't know why I watched it. I watched it with a friend who said, like, oh, I got three new movies. Meh. Anyway, but you know, hey, it was free. Whatever. <laughs> I watched uh, Jason Statham in Safe, which is very good. I like it. Uh, it's uh, one of the better Stathams. It's really fucking mean and violent. And uh, I don't know. I just liked it. It was entertaining. He kicks the shit out of fucking a lot of. <clears throat> people Whoa. it was directed or the from the producers of inglorious bastards and kill bill so i don't know what that means They're just those guys that made those movies and got the money together got the money together <laughs> for this one so i don't know why it would have anything to do with like anything nothing at all yeah so anyway that's all i got i watched some hockey. Oh, you got. uh my team seemed to be doing well right now um i should be watching the canadians but um doing this yeah well um, it doesn't matter they're not i mean they're my like probably my second team so so i i uh i had a couple um, a couple uh milestones this week one minor one i got this cool uh controller that's shaped like an old nintendo controller that i can play games with on my on my mac on my tv downstairs so i've been playing like a bunch of like old super nintendo and genesis games this week so i wasted a lot of time doing that and the other is the the mass project i started back when i got this mac mini of adding my all my digital movies to itunes and uh and mm. organizing them and i finally finished and it was the the final tally was like 2002 movies from various nefarious sources that I'd gotten over time. A lot Um, of movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I finally added posters to all of them and synopsis to the ones that I could. There's some Shaw Brothers stuff that I just couldn't find a synopsis for. But um, but yeah, uh, I I finally got it there so I can flip through Apple TV in my house or my iPad or whatever now and like just 
look at posters, 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 and choose the movies I want to see, and it looks so much better, and I was happy about that. Now I'll tell them to download more. Um, as for the movies <laughs> that I watched, um, this is, uh, we. I got a few in, um, some turds and some good ones. Uh, I watched uh, Pain and Gain. Did you mm-hmm. see that one? Nope. Um, I liked it, kind of. Um, it was good. Yeah. It wasn't like, it didn't blow me out of the water. Uh, one thing I was thinking about as I was watching it, supposedly based on a true story, and they make it like a comedy, um, almost celebrating these three pieces of shit that just like tortured this guy to get his money for weeks. And I don't know. I was like, am I supposed to enjoy, enjoy these jerks? Yeah. <laughs> the Rock is really good in it. Uh, Marky Mark is Marky Mark. And um, Falcon is pretty good. Uh, he's a nervous wreck in it, which is funny. He uh, keeps taking steroids but never can get ripped. Um, Michael Bay directed a, it. Michael Bay directed it. Didn't f- didn't feel as much like a Michael Bay movie. There's not a. I mean, there's some like flourishes, but it's it's more low key than I think I'm used to from him. So, but uh, I mean, maybe, it's worth maybe seeing. Mark Wahlberg. Um, it was like uh, Orson Welles getting directed, and then he kind of takes over. Um, the one I really liked was uh, Shaloub, Tony Shaloub. He plays uh-huh. this really gross. He plays the guy that they kidnap. Um, and uh, Ed Harris is in it. He's all right. Um, but, it, I mean, it's worth seeing. It's a little long, um, but uh, it has definite moments, and then some other where you're like, yeah, okay, it's all right. Um, let's see. I watched uh, The Mechanic, um, not the Jason Statham movie, but the uh, Bronson movie, the wow. Bronson and the Golden God movie, and it was awesome. Um, I started this... I don't know, a couple of years ago, and for whatever reason, stopped within the first like 15 minutes. Not because I was not enjoying it. I think I had to leave or fell asleep or something, but um, this was really good. I, I, I was really impressed with this one. Um, really high up for me on the Bronson list. And uh, the IMDb I had open, of course, went to the fucking Statham one. Um, but um, <laughs> this was awesome. Like, I, I recommend if you've not seen this one, it feels like a, it feels like a Euro crime movie. I mean, part of it was filmed in Europe and, um, what the hell is his name? Uh, J. Michael Vincent. Yeah, J. Michael Vincent is a little shithead, and he was good too. And Charles Bronson's hair is fucking just amazing. He just continually <laughs> fucking flips it. And <laughs> yeah, man, he like, had to, he didn't know what to do with all that fucking hair. It was pretty awesome. He worked um, it. He knew what to do. He was working. He it. did. Now, <laughs> you you took a trip. Uh, this this yeah. this past week, right? And you saw some movies. Did you mention the movies? Oh fuck yeah! No, I mean I didn't, but yeah, I did. What else? I, what all did you see there? Because I think I we forgot. have a, a crossover. Okay, Godzilla. well, we saw you saw Godzilla. I also saw go. Godzilla. So I we forgot all showing. about the Falcon trip. <laughs> I forgot all about everything. <laughs> I just woke up, people. I took a quick nap, so I'm. We had a um, we had a showing. Yeah. And which seems to be, it might be the very last showing. The 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 guy. So this this service we're using, um, you can go on after you have a showing, and the people can leave feedback and tell you like what they hate about your house. Well, this guy had a fucking paragraph about all the shit that he would like to see different in our house, and I'm like, well, fuck him. And like, I mean, like talking about putting rooms on different floors. I'm like, really, dude? It's a fucking townhouse. Get over it. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, Oddly enough, this guy made a 
offer on the house. Anyway, yeah. um, I was uh, and, and an offer that I'm now under contract with. So I might be selling the house. Yeah. Yay. So anyway. anyway, to escape that, I went and wasted time. It was torrential rain. I posted a stupid little video on it, uh, raining like crazy that night. But I went to go see Godzilla to waste some time. I was really sick still. Um, I had called out of work. This is the day after I think we had recorded the show. Um, but what did you think of Godzilla? Well, um, uh, we besides all, not liking his feet, yeah, he kind of <laughs> had like uh, st- elephant feet, which looked, feet. they looked very small for his big fat legs and everything. Um, but anyway, um, I think uh, it was uh, Jake McLarge huge. And El Goro and I went to see Godzilla in Kent, Ohio. And um, we were just hanging out. Uh, went and uh, kind of had a, a, a get-together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ate a lot. I mean, we <laughs> fucking ate. A, I ate a lot. I, I know that. Uh, Jake snored a lot. I mean, like... He <laughs> like a lot. Oh, he can sleep through anything, including Predator. Which we watched, or at least uh, we, he watched. <laughs> now he missed uh, mostly Kentucky Fried movie, which was uh, uh, I was hanging on by a thread by that time too. Um, now Jake also said that the reason that he could not keep his eyes open and fell asleep on the love seat beside of us was because he didn't get enough sleep the day before. Now um, I slept on the couch, he slept on the love seat, and. He conked out at four in the morning and slept till like eleven thirty in the afternoon. I fell. I went to sleep at four in the morning and I woke up at eight o'clock. Okay, <laughs> and he couldn't keep his eyes open, and I just you know whatever. I guess these Maybe young kids today, young kids today, but, they don't know they don't know how to yeah. they don't know how to power through. So we watched uh, Ricky O, the story of Ricky, which I had never seen, and I laughed my fucking ass off at that one. Nice. We watched uh, the Raid, the original, uh, or the first one. Uh, watched Predator, which was a, a laugh fest because El Goro at first, uh, it, it's uh, he definitely knows that movie like word for word. <laughs> and we had some, you know, it's funny watching a movie like that and just talking about all the different characters and making fun of this and that. And, uh, but we, and I'll uh, see, um, story of Ricky, uh, predator, Kentucky fried movie. Um, and, but anyway, we went to see, um, Godzilla, Godzilla. Okay. Now, uh, number one, before we went in, we decided to. Uh, I guess it, it it must be an El Goro tradition to go get snacks to smuggle into the theater. Where, where's so, his, oh, where's his smuggling source? Like, mine is always Target because there's always Targets well, near the big theaters here. There's a dollar store right beside the theater. Nice. So we went in there, and um, both of us, for some reason, were singing the Bee Gees song "Tragedy." <laughs> tragedy when the feeling's gone you can't go on and we were singing it out loud and kind of doing a duo and and i think that we made this old woman's day that was working behind the counter because she was <laughs> laughing quite a bit at these two big morons um and you know so anyway we had a good time but we went to see godzilla which i've already said five times uh now <laughs> after okay now there were Definitely, there were two parts in this movie 
where I almost made a spectacle out of myself because the theater was crowded. Yeah, ours was too. And mine was too. I think I looked over at El Goro and I said, are they going to do – I wonder if they're going to do this or not because this movie is a long movie. And yeah, it's 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 a it's a little over two. It's it's about two ten. And we were getting down toward maybe the last I don't know if it's half hour, and I had just said something about are they gonna do this or are they gonna forget about it? And they did it and I almost jumped up out of my seat. <laughs> I did the two like Jimmy Snooker or Hook'em horns or whatever you do, uh finger Ooh, things brother. and I went like that and people around us were laughing um, now, and, and, I, I'm pretty sure I know the 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 thing that you're talking about and yeah. so would you say then that it was done right in that it built up that anticipation for you if, I, I will say this if they wouldn't have done it it would definitely would have been yes it was like a cup <laughs> shot it was like a couple <laughs> cup shots now um after we got done watching, especially it, the second one that was like Rocco Sofredi. Yes, but I thought um, I don't know. I guess some people from watching these Marvel comic movies, um, they think they're going to get like a something at, after the titles or something. So we sat there, and so, so did some other people. And watched I did too. Movies. Yeah, I sat there too, even though I felt like shit. Yeah. I sat there and yeah, was rewarded with nothing. And then we looked at each other and said, well, what do you think? And um, You and El Goro liked it and Jake hated it. No, I was surprised because <laughs> I didn't think Jake would have – I thought the way he was kind of acting that he might not have liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all kind of had the same thing that uh, we thought that uh maybe there wasn't enough it took a while for Godzilla to kind of happen do yeah. his thing and they but i mean they they kind of did i guess like the jaws thing where that you kind of you saw the things the spikes coming up out of the water or yeah, his yeah, back yeah. scales whatever. and um the perspective once the shit started the throwdown started happening there was a lot of times where it was secondary to <laughs> the human stuff and you would just see him and the other kaiju or whatever fighting like in the background. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So from that perspective, and I think that we kind of were hoping it would be more, you know, Godzilla uh, I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, I still liked it. I, I spent a lot of time all, well, the whole movie trying to figure out who the lead hero was because I kept thinking, I know this guy. I, oh my god! It took me until after the movie to realize he was the oh, kick-ass had, dude. Yeah, I had to ask those guys, and and uh, then they, you know, uh, let me in on it. But I had seen him in something else. He was in uh, uh, Savages, the Oliver Stone movie, but he still had mm-hmm. kind of long hair, and you know, but he had his hair all shaved off in this, and I had no idea. I just was like, this guy, I know, I know. He bulked him. up too. I don't. Yeah. He was skinnier in Kick-Ass. Yeah. 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 So anyway, but that's you know I I liked um, I yeah I also I thought it was I thought it was good um it I don't know like I avoided the only thing I ever watched was that one teaser thing that came out where that had the quote about the Shiva Lord of Destruction and you just see like a hole in a building and stuff that's the only thing I watched I knew nothing I like I didn't even learn that Cranston was in it until like two weeks ago mm-hmm. and um 
the I would um no I can't say that the um I, it might have something to do with me just feeling shitty because I had whatever that was the funk last week um I I, I didn't love it uh the yeah. the the special effects now did you see it in 3D or IMAX or just anything like that no. yeah we just saw it, I just saw it in 2D also but it looked great like the CG stuff looked really mm-hmm. cool and what I it was a little thing, I think, but the thing I think I was most impressed with the CG was the way they handled like smoke and stuff. I thought that looked really good, like when a when Godzilla would move like through smoke, and you just see his tail yeah. or whatever, and then the smoke would kind of trail after it, and um, and the the whole like skydiving thing looked really cool. It might have been I don't know if it was realistic or not, but um, as far as Godzilla movies go, not my favorite, but right. the reason being is because they made this into a serious movie, and you know what most people enjoy about Godzilla is not the serious stuff, but the camp and the fun of it. Yeah. This movie is not entirely a fun movie, although it has fun elements. Um, it's it has a serious story. Now, as far as Godzilla movies go, it's probably one of the better movies. Maybe yeah. not my most enjoyed, but better movies in that most of the Godzilla movies are pretty shit. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, yeah. Did you watch did you watch Hedora this week? I saw you posted an image of it. The Godzilla versus Smog Monster? No, I think we were talking about it okay. at you know when we were talking about it, but I I saw that when I was like a little kid. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think I've seen it since. And but when I saw it when I was a little kid, I I really liked it because I, I don't know. It's probably a piece of shit now. If I watch no, it now, it's, it's, like, no, it's, it's different. It's it, it has a psychedelic. And the, yeah, it's got a psychedelic feel to it. The the Hedora is a really cool monster because it changes forms a few times. Yeah. Or she, I don't know if it's a he or she, but um, and but I, I I was comparing. I think I was talking to uh, Jay about. Um, I was comparing like the feel of Godzilla in that movie to this one because Godzilla is like. In that movie, he's he's protector mode, and he's there, and he's going to break shit. But he's more worried about keeping balance and more Earth and blah blah blah. And that's kind of what they the turn they've taken with the Godzilla here. Right. And that not that he's just this pissed off dragon that is <laughs> just going to stomp shit for the hell of yeah. it. But you know, he's there to keep shit in line, like kind of almost like a mystical kind of thing, which I thought was a neat a neat a neat twist. Um, <laughs> Cranston's really good in it. Um, Everybody else, I honestly could have been replaced with anybody else for me. Oh, I yeah, guess, yeah. I guess, but I mean, that's probably a better because let me say, in Godzilla movies, the more the the more they try to focus on human stories, for the most part, the more boring it is. So I think they did a good job of focusing on the human story and monsters at the same time. In this, so yeah. it was a good balance. It was it if was a nice, you, solid movie. If you can, okay, if you had your choice. Um, Oh, why am I? What, uh, anyway, if you had your choice um, between this or Pacific Rim, which one did you like better? Um, well, I've seen Pacific Rim twice now. Uh, I after I saw Pacific Rim, I never, I did not really, I've never, I've never seeked it out again. Hmm. This one I would watch again. Yeah. Um, I, I I think Pacific Rim was more of a fun movie, but it had more parts that drug for me. Uh, and I also, to be fair to Pacific Rim, I also saw an IMAX and it made me fucking sick when I watched it. Some <laughs> of the, 
Um, well, I just had a friend that came right up to me and said, "Oh, I, you know, he hadn't seen Godzilla, but he said I, I heard that it was way better than Pacific Rim." Now, from my perspective, I watched Pacific Rim, I bought Pacific Rim, and I've probably watched it ten times. So I like I like Pacific, Pacific Rim a lot, um, but for some whatever reason, I've not like I don't know. I saw it the second time just because I was I was I, I saw it like it was on TV, and mm-hmm. I just stopped and watched it. Um, that was like just a couple weeks ago. That's the first time I'd seen it again since it was out, what, last summer? Um, and this one, this one, I, I don't know. I, I'd have, maybe I can reserve judgment until I watch it a second time just to see. Um, uh, well, maybe, I, I, and, seriously, I right, like right now, I've seen this one and I don't like, I don't think that I'll buy it. And I don't okay. think that I'm like clamoring to see it again, but I liked I, it. I just, it's just not one of those. It just, went too long without uh uh too much the money of the, shots. Of the yeah. well too much of the human stuff yeah yeah and i'm i mean and and i'm more of a godzilla mark anyway so i uh, maybe you know what i i would definitely buy both for me so I, it's hard for me to say um they're different movies so um let's see well, back to what i was watching um i watched weird science for about the 16,000th time in my life and it's still awesome uh, Anthony Michael Hall is so good <laughs> and fucking weird science and Bill Paxton is so good and fucking weird science and Kelly LeBrock is so hot in weird yeah. science and Robert Downey Jr. is funny too it's even hotter thinking about Steven Seagal's jizz just all over her <laughs> and him fucking holding on to her with those pterodactyl arms or whatever kind of arms he had Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rex arms yeah like when he's smacking uh, her ass, he's like, yeah, like flailing. <laughs> His arms were like those fucking those monsters in Godzilla. They had those long fucking spindly arms. Yeah, the yeah, spindly, long yeah. spindly Seagal arms. Um, let's see. I watched Hell in the Pacific. Mm. We mentioned that the last show. This is the John Borman directed, uh, Toshiro Mafune acted, Lee Marvin acted. Uh, stranded on a desert island during World War II movie, and it was I thought awesome. it was a little too talky. A little too much dialogue. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I measured it. I think 23 minutes went by before Toshiro Morfune finally said anything. Lee Marvin hadn't didn't say anything for longer than that, but uh, I think Toshiro Morfune... Like, you never know anything that Morfune says in the whole movie because he's not subtitled at all. Um, they don't talk a whole lot. They, you know, they kind of grunt at each other and stuff. But I really like the dynamic of those two, and I, I'm curious if they were ever like friends off the set, or if this, you know, it would have seen. And they might have both actually been drunk there at the end. <laughs> well, you know, uh, the movie, the, this movie, it's called Winter Kills with Jeff Bridges and uh, Richard Boone. It's about like mm-hmm. sort of uh, fictional thing about the Kennedy assassination and a brother that's. Uh, his brother is president, gets assassinated like JFK, and then he's trying to find out who the killer was. Tashiro Mifune, it's a, it's like has an all-star cast, but Tashiro Mifune was in that, and they said that he, and this was after uh, Hell in the Pacific, I'm almost 100% sure, and they said that he, you know, barely spoke English then. Oh, wow. And, you know, he, he was just like reading his lines you know, phonetically what, or whatever. What year was that uh, Red Sun movie we did with him and Bronson? Hmm. Was that? Well, let's see. Red Sun that? was 1971. Oh, well, it wasn't much after this. It's only three yeah. years, so. 
and winter kills was 79. And I, I just, on, in the documentary, they said, you know, he, he did all his lines in English, but he, it, from what, didn't know what the hell he was they, saying. Yeah. He didn't know what he was saying. So. He probably, I guess he wouldn't have in the red sun movie either then. Cause I think, he but if he could drink, if he liked to drink, I'm sure that Lee Marvin probably was like, you're speaking my language. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I watched Ninja Three: The Domination. Um, I don't remember if I've ever seen Ninja Two. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is Show Kasugi and a chick that gets possessed by an evil ninja spirit, and it's all right. It's silly. Um, Lucinda Dickey is kind of kind of hot. Uh, yeah, she's hot um, in the movie for some odd reason, and she wears spandex and plays a stand-up arcade machine at home, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, I love the opening scene with the ninja on the golf course. The movie kind of drags a few <laughs> times though. It's all right. Um, I watched punk vacation. I saw the cover for it while I was doing my grand organization of iTunes and I finally watched it because I like punk movies and I don't like this punk movie. It was shitty. Um, it was not good. Um, uh, let's see. I watched five deadly venoms and this is awesome. I've seen this one before. This is, uh, it's probably been 15 years since I've seen this last. Um, again, going through my iTunes, I came across Magnificent something, basically starring all five of these guys, and it made me want to see that. But then I was like, shit, I haven't seen Five Deadly Venoms in forever. Why don't I watch that instead? So I did, and I'll have to go back and watch Magnificent whatever it was this week and report back on how that was because I can't even remember the name of it now. But luckily, my movies are in alphabetical order, so I should find it easily. Because it's not Magnificent Butcher, but it's Magnificent something. God damn it, I don't know. But I, I think Cheng Che might have uh, directed it as well. But since he directed about 100 things, and uh, I might have trouble digging through and finding that in a hurry. So uh, Let's see. I The only thing, other thing I watched to cleanse the palate of the Dean Cameron movies was Caddyshack. Uh, this is still really good, and this movie gets better as I get older. Um, when I saw it when I was younger, I didn't really like it, probably because I didn't really like golf, and maybe some of the jokes were over my head, but as I've gotten older into my 20s and now late 30s, it's fucking hilarious. I think the part that made me laugh the most this time, and I posted a picture of it, was I, I love the scene that is almost standalone. It has really nothing to do with the movie, but it's the old guy that wants to get in a round of golf before it's thunderstorms, but he just keeps going because he's having the best game ever. And uh, Bill Murray's just kind of, he's, he's get, gotten forced into being his caddy and it's fucking like sideways rain and there's frogs in the holes oh, and he misses, <laughs> he misses, <laughs> he misses the last putt. Like every time he putts, it's fucking like a wave of water that shoots up behind the ball and everything. This is like two minutes of the movie and it has nothing to do with the rest of it. And he misses the putt and he's, he yells up at God basically, Oh, rat farts. <laughs> and I laughed so hard. And then he gets struck by lightning. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> it's so so dumb, but man, I, I I had I rewound that one a couple times. So um, that's all I that's all I watched. You watched a lot. I did. Well, it's been a well, week and a half, and I was yeah. sick for three days. So I called out of work three days last week. Um, so uh, let's take a break and come back, and we'll let's go in chronological order of turdery. Yeah. 
what? Summer, what? Summer school. We'll come back and talk about that guy and that guy and Kirstie Alley's hair. We'll be right back. Do you find yourself looking for a different type of genre podcast? Nope. Do you find yourself on the weekends <laughs> wondering when you will find that one film that might change your life? Well, then maybe you should check out The Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema with your host Big Willie and the Samurai. Bringing class to the trash since 1977 and rocking the house. You can find The Gentleman at ggtmc.com. to the trash. I think he's talking about watching these movies. Uh, summer school. Zom, you want to uh, uh, synopsize it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, um, yeah, let's see here. Uh, I was looking at some stuff about Kirstie Alley, but I can summarize this. I can oh. do it. This is summer school, right? And it's, um, you know what? This movie is so good. There are three synopsis size. So I'm going <laughs> to use one. A high school gym teacher has big plans for the summer, but is forced to cancel them to teach bonehead class, uh, English class for misfit goof off students. Uh, fortunately, his <laughs> unconventional brand of teaching, fun field trips begins uh, to connect with them even and inspire and even inspires. Ardor and ardor and some ardor and some. What the fuck is that word? I should have picked the other fucking synopsis. When a teacher is supposed to teach, <laughs> here's a, here's a good here's a good one. At Oceanfront High School in Los Angeles, it is the last day of school before summer vacation. The gym teacher dot dot dot. <laughs> no, why didn't I pick that one? Well, oh, that was if you goddamn the guy spoilers. wrote a fucking book. <laughs> Maybe I should just read that instead of talking about Jesus Christ, you're right This is not a synopsis And all the students are not exactly willing to meet him halfway Um, so Sounds So like Eric, Eric chose these films for us Now, I was kind of excited about Summer School Because Did you ban him yet? <laughs> Summer School No, I didn't Summer School was, uh, but I just did Is a so we got cable, not we didn't get cable until I was. So when this movie came out, I would have been eleven. 
But the time we got cable is probably 89, 90, and this movie, this movie was making the rounds. Um, and I watched this a shitload, and I don't know why. I'm pretty sure I had it on VHS, recorded off Cinemax or Showtime or one of those. And I just watched it all the time, and I really, really liked it as a kid. I really, um, or I guess an early teen. <laughs> had you seen this before? I think maybe. Yeah. So, I, I mean, well, that's, I don't, I mean, I'm, I bet you I did, but for Christ's sakes. <laughs> well, okay. So, and for whatever reason, it stuck with me. I like the gore jokes in it. I like the dog, Wonder Dog. I thought I was always a funny name. I, you know, I, th- I, th- I don't know. Something about this movie resonated with me when I was younger. Now, so I was a little excited to go back to it. And between the two movies this week, spoiler alert, Ski School sucked a dick. But summer school, <laughs> was prob- <laughs> summer school was probably the more disappointing movie for me because I was excited to go back and watch it, and I was just kind of bored. Um, I don't know what it was. Like it has its charming moments. It's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a fair movie to give it to give it any credit. It's it's fine. It, I, I I you know I, I giggle a few times, but I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I don't know why uh, it makes me question my taste at all as a <laughs> as a young person. It made to me know, question your taste as a young I know. person. I don't know. What you was, were anyway. kind of like, hey man, what? I know. I was a little excited about summer school, but I don't think I'll ever watch summer school again. Um, I was surprised <laughs> to see that. Uh, <laughs> I was surprised to see that Danny Elfman did the score. Um, but the highlight of that would be Danny Elfman's name being listed doing the music because I didn't notice the music at all for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you have, uh, you have uh, school wrapping down. Now, I can't imagine the distraction of having a, a high school literally right on a beach. It'd have to be pretty fucking cool to be able to open or look out your window or your door to your classroom and there's the fucking waves right there. Um, because I grew up where, where I went to high school, it was, a, there was a fucking cow pasture next to the school. <laughs> that was the extent and a, and a Hardee's. So, uh, Shit, um, man, that'd be better than being at the beach. The, uh, the man, I used to, are pretty good. Curly you know, they didn't have, they didn't have thick burgers back then. This is when Hardee's was still shitty before they rebranded. Yeah. Um, but, They're uh, slow when like, okay, now Hardee's talk. The yeah. Hardee's is slow. Like if you go through the drive-through, it you're not going to get your food fast, but it's superior. It is. Well, they use it's better beef. Fu- they use better beef, I think. Yeah. I haven't had a Hardee's Hardee's burger in a long, long time, Ugh. but when they when they made that change and they, they started have a doing bunch of tacos the tacos now and stuff, tacos, oh, yeah? burritos, yeah. And uh, I don't even know where there are Hardee's. I think a lot of our Hardee's have closed. Mm. Um Well, I anyway. used to eat there because it was open 24/7 and you know, I'd have a day uh. off, so if it was three in the morning, I could run over there and get some grub. But then they stopped doing that. So, well, fuck. Them. Anyway, the um, the how did I get off on? Oh, Hardy's back to my high school, right? <laughs> um, the uh, that's, that's where that's where we either there or the subway that I worked at. That's where everybody would hang out after school. Um, like in the parking lot, you sit on your car and stuff, and. Well, the car sitting happened. Yeah, the car sitting happened in the Hardy's parking lot, but the subway was in a strip mall, so it was a little harder to like hang out in the parking lot. Yeah, um, you couldn't the car. There was also a place called the Grocery Barn. Everybody would hang out to hang out to because I think because basically the 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 owner of that place would sell kids cigarettes without checking ID. So 
yeah, they're going to try. I can't remember what state it is, or maybe it's federal. They're going to try and make cigarettes. You have to be 21 to buy them. It's just stupid. Fuck, when, uh, hell, when I was in school, uh, kids that were in like junior high never had any trouble buying <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. When you were 16, it wasn't really tough. When I, was start, when I started driving, I did not notice any trouble getting, uh, well, I mean, my kid, my, my friends were all getting beer and, and mad yeah. dog from the fucking grocery must, store. So, mustache beeping back then. Um, so the, I don't even remember how this movie starts. I, I think you get a kind of a, a montage of all the kids getting, and for some reason at this high school, you have a, a cop or like a security guard that goes around to like give kids their, their failing grade for this important test. And I think they're, I think they're, he's really fat. I think the, um, the, all the, all the kids must be juniors getting ready to be seniors. Cause they didn't all seem to have graduated. Um, and they all seem to be around this age, the sixteen-year-old age. Um, but uh, the teacher that had been chosen for teaching summer school to the remedial—they they had all failed a remedial English exam. And the teacher that had been chosen, he wins fifty thousand dollars in the lottery, and I guess through the peril of his own, maybe he had tenure already. But he decides, "Fuck you guys! I'm not doing summer school." So. Kind of a funny moment where the the I guess he's the vice principal. I don't know who he is. But his name is uh, Vice. Yeah, vice principal. It's always the vice principal. The, in the in the Breakfast Club too, it was the vice principal. Our principal um, was um, a drunk, so he just kind of walked around like you could kind of like W. C. Fields kind of guy. And the vice principal was the the uh, the guy the disciplinarian. He was a dick, man. Yeah, yeah, and I asshole. We had two uh, asshole vice principals and. Our principal was Jerry Peoples, and he. Uh, so I, I hung out with all the art kids and the and the nerds, and we all hated Mr. Peoples because his focus was exclusively on sports at the school. Yeah. So like our shit would always suffer in art class and stuff because we were more worried about going to pep rallies and stuff like that. Did you have anyway. to like do take back the rec center and do stuff like that? <laughs> yeah, I wish. Um, no, we didn't even have a rec center. We had Hardee's and grocery <laughs> barns. <laughs> And some. <laughs> um, the um, now I don't know how Mark Harmon didn't know Kirstie Alley before, but anyway, he uh, vice principal. The, the kind of funny moment he's he's running through the parking lot trying to recruit a new uh, remedial English summer school teacher, and everybody sees him coming and is peeling out beforehand. For whatever reason, um, Mark Harmon is packing for a trip to Hawaii in the parking lot of the school as opposed to his own house. And but whatever. Like 5,000 fucking suitcases. <laughs> well, I think way they were all too many. I mean, it was stupid. What was, what was her name? His girlfriend. Um, I recognize her, but I wasn't sure what from. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, his girlfriend, he's planning a summer trip to Hawaii, and what if for whatever reason they're packing the car to go to the airport at school. And... <laughs> um, Instead of his house that could be ridden to on roller skates, um, <laughs> yeah, whatever. We'll find that out until later. He he, so he hasn't developed his skills yet on the skates. Yeah, he and he's a he's a slack gym teacher, and uh, now unlike unlike my gym teachers who were also dicks like the like the vice principals, he seemed like a pretty cool kind of laid back uh, guy who was just there because he wanted summer vacations. Well, now he's getting his summer vacation away, taken away, and uh, dickhead vice principal 
Gills, um, you know, threatens to take away his. Well, he's up for tenure soon, which. Fuck, I, I think know. if I was him, I'd have went. I wouldn't have fucking stayed. <laughs> it's not worth it. Um, well, I mean, so, especially in hindsight, knowing how fat Kirstie Alley got. What? Oh, the. Um, so he gets suckered into doing uh, summer school, which starts the next day, even though he's never taught English in his life. I had a gym teacher teach me uh, economics and uh, <laughs> civics one year. Hmm. Um, well, I had a fucking... Uh, this was always surprising to me because all of our coaches would just teach like gym and health because they're yeah, morons yeah. and they're so stupid they can't fucking do anything <laughs> else. But um, our basketball coach uh, was our algebra teacher. And that fucker oh, wow. must have been a good teacher because he taught me fucking algebra and I was fucking stupid. I was not stupid. I was just lazy. I, this guy was, it, I still don't Denny, care. Denny Key. And he was a big fan of he was a big fan of um, George Bush and uh, the, his vice president, whoever that was, Dan Quayle. Dick. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! George H. W. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Know what he remember? What he taught us? I don't remember what he coached. I do know he was one of the gym teachers, and I remember him talking about having these tractors that in the sandbox when he was a kid, and they had a little rubber farmer on them, and he would always bite the head off the farmers. So Jesus. whatever that says. Well, you about know what Mr. that Key. probably is from? That's probably um, like a symbolism of starting death squads in uh, El Salvador. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, those turds, whatever. Who cares? So we get the whole, the whole list hey, of. Uh, you ever uh, have like a, I, okay, like I got a, a Thor mug that I got from our good friend Christina. In oh yeah, Texas. I remember that. that and that mug was I, cool. I just feel a fucking mint in the bottom of it. That, I mean, I mean it? it's a, it's in a package. I mean, it's like a little lifesaver. If I'm gonna eat it, I found I, this is I, quality I, podcasting. I had a uh, I had a pack of M and M's in my car, and a couple weeks later, found one on the floor, and I ate it. So you ate one of those <laughs> fucking uh, foot stinky um, <laughs> kukuri, yeah, uh, Indian Cheetos. Yeah, those are delicious. I had another bag. At least an M and M has a fucking hard, dry um, candy. <laughs> no, shell. I didn't. Did I eat one off the floor of the car? I probably did. Um, you know you did. Don't fucking try and cover. So you got uh, you got you got. <sighs> The the motley crew of students that he gets taking you know taken in and he thinks he's just going to cruise by. You got uh, the football player and you got the guy that sleeps all the time, um, Jerome, who I used to really laugh at, who gets locked, who gets his zipper gets stuck and he's in the bathroom the whole time. Um, he uh, that that always made me laugh. It still did. Um, you got Dean Cameron, Chainsaw, who is the the double feature of the show with his friend Dave, who they are obsessed with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I guess those were always my uh, favorite parts of the movie with those two. Um, you got Denise well, okay. who can't drive. Let me ask you What's a question. That? Okay. This Dean Cameron guy. Now he is our double. He's kind of like a not a not a uh, magnificent bastard, but he's the the common denominator. Right, and it's only These because two it's two movies, movies about school that he's in. Because <laughs> I was going to say, this fuck, I mean, was he supposed to be good? I don't think so. He's Funny only done TV and... stuff. Now, I, I will give Dean Cameron this. He's pretty charming. He's, and I'll, I'll talk about this even more. I, I can mention it for He is a school. hardcore libertarian. Oh, God, is he? Yes, <laughs> that's, that's in the trivia. <laughs> oh, it's too yeah. bad. Um, but the... Uh, no wonder he's he, not funny. 
he he I like that he he's a guy that can pull off uh looking into the camera. He's pretty he's a I I've always I I something about him is 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 pleasing to me. Um I don't he has a, he's just kind of a smart ass. Um yeah, he's not the best actor in the world, but he's he's a charming presence. Not, not as charming not as not as charming as Mark Harmon. Now, <laughs> I do like Mark Harmon in this movie. Um I don't know a lot else he was ever in, um, but I just know him from this. I know he was a bunch of a t- bunch of TV shit, and I he thought was he was in, in L.A. Law, which we talked Sean about. Sean Connery. Um, so anyway, uh, Mark Harmon, the slacker teacher, starts teaching all the kids, and he. Uh, oh, and I forgot to mention uh, Anna Maria, the Italian exchange student who was super hot. Do you have um, to when you're a slacker at this time? I think in the '80s to show you're a slacker, you have to wear a Hawaiian shirt. Got to have a Hawaiian shirt, and you probably have to have surfed at some point in your uh, in your life in your lifetime. Been a surfer in yeah. the '80s, but yeah, Fabiana Udanio, uh, she's Argentinian Italian, and she was fucking hot. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, Let's see. Back to my shitty notes. Um, for some reason, I wrote down "damn it, he 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 he." Don't know why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, a, that's when they were all cussing. They were, they were all swearing in class, and the one guy that's <laughs> oh, the nerdy the nerdy kids goes, "Damn it!" <laughs> yeah, that, that just funny. proves right now that I actually watched this movie. And Jism Head. That's a good one. I wrote down that too. Jism Head. <laughs> um, the, his, so his neighbor in teaching is Kirstie Alley. Somehow he works at this school and he's never seen her before, even though she's... Now, she's got a great head of hair on her. I didn't mention that. She has the kind of hair that I mentioned that I, would, I was thinking as I was watching it. Zom would like a handful of this. I'd like to uh, just fuck, grab her by the hair and I mean, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> just fucking shake like a dog. Yeah, she she was cute in this, definitely. Um they they dressed her well in this eighties fashion with they showed off her uh then nice butt. This is before cheers. This is pre cheers um and post uh whatever she was in one of the Star Trek movies. Yeah. Um, now the uh the uh, Dean Cameron line that did make me laugh is the, the so him and Chainsaw and Dave work in a uh in a photo hut and they just sit there and go through everybody's photos and he they have this one guy they apparently like the photos from because he always takes pictures of his girlfriend or wife naked and uh but he's like check out this composition round english muffins square butter triangular bush this man is an artist (laughs) um the uh you know i i I, when growing up i think i just liked their their shtick. I liked that they liked gory stuff. I uh, thought the 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 makeup and stuff that they would come up with was pretty cool. Um, but you know, the all of the guys are just giving him a really fucking hard time, and he ends up bribing them to um, study for this test because he doesn't know how to teach. He you know he. I was kind of hoping they mentioned Tom Savini, but they didn't. Is he? Did he? Did he help with the? Anything in no, this? no, no, but they no, were all no. into uh, special effect, like a gore yeah, and yeah. special effects and stuff. And he's and, the um, master. He of intimi- is. Uh, he's the of master his- of that and intimidation of uh, uh, Kentucky Rye. white boy hillbillies. <laughs> that was a, that um, was a, like a, an inside joke uh, for other people. Yes. Um, 
the <laughs> the uh, I don't know the the he he takes them on a, a couple field trips. Um, the nerdy guy pukes in a couple times, which is I guess is kind of funny. And he gets in trouble for it, and um, he's going to lose his job if not all of them don't pass the test. So then you get kind of the it's almost like a it feels like a save the rec center type yeah. story almost. But uh, you know he he bribes them all with a favor, and they all kind of say you know I want to learn how to drive. I want you to go to Lamaze class with me because one of them's pregnant. I don't know what the other the sleeping guy ever asked for, but his uh, his life seemed pretty cool to be seventeen years yeah. old. Yeah, <laughs> enjoying himself. <laughs> and he was yeah, fucking for ripped a long to be a teenager, man. You didn't man. even know what what was going on there. You just thought he would be like just sleeping, and they wouldn't explain it. But and they ended up putting the cot in there for him, which is kind of funny, I guess. But there was that there was one guy in there that seemed to be friends with Chainsaw and Dave, and like he just disappeared halfway through the movie. I don't know if you remember that guy. He had long hair, and he he made a wisecrack early on, and then like he just kind of disappeared after. <laughs> a he was while. like after a while, he was like, "Fuck this shit." Fuck, this movie stinks. I'm going, oh, wait. this. <laughs> I'm out. Tap out. Um, the, uh, let's see, Harmon had a great uh, a mural on his bedroom wall, which I enjoyed with a big black panther and like 80 stripes and stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, but Kirstie Alley is his neighbor in, in teaching, and she's all serious, and she's dating the vice principal, and of course he keeps hitting on her and blah, 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 so it ends up being the uptight you know, asshole versus the lovable loser. And, uh, I don't know. She helps him save the rec center and blah, blah, blah. But I don't know this movie. I always, uh, uh, kind of empathize with the lovable loser. And I did. And, than, and like yeah. I said, I liked Harmon in this movie. He's, I mean, I've he's always good. Felt myself to be more like a lovable loser. I think I'm just a loser. I don't even know what yeah. lovable. Yeah. Um, kind of a douche. The- <laughs> not me, me, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Sorry. Um, the uh, I'm gonna put some tenactin on my foot while you talk. Um, I'm almost done Tough talking, acting. so you better hurry. Wait a minute. It's oh, and I have farted too. While I was doing it. You hear that? That's I hear it. Right is that is that the tenactin or is that the is that the tenactin or is that the fart? That's the fart. I haven't picked up the tenactin yet. Tough action. Um, <clears throat> the I don't know. I, don't, I you know I I still grinned a few times in this, but if it weren't for the nostalgia view of my my nostalgic like memories of this, like I wouldn't have enjoyed this at all. I and grinned at how big Courtney Thorne Smith's tits were. God, she wore a couple shirts trying to hide it a couple times, but they were way too yeah. short, and you could see like that shell. When she was cooking uh, his dinner, that's that's the shirt I'm talking about. Yes, because it, man, that made him look, and it looked like she didn't have a bra on. I always had the hots for her when she was on like uh was it uh Melrose Place or whatever. Yeah. And then she's so. in the that TV show with the legendary Jim Belushi. But she's a good-looking fucking woman. Um I like her. She had some big fucking jugs. And now let me ask you a question cuz this is just how I felt. Um and this is just the movie. I mean, I'm not talking about like I would do this in real life. But um she was supposed to be 16. Right, and she was coming on to Harmon pretty fucking hard. And he's supposed to be thirty. He's supposed to be thirty because I I, dude, I heard him mention it somewhere. He moved her into his house and stuff like that. I would have fucked. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't. I'm, but but that's just saying uh, if 
Because I guarantee you, she was not 16 when she made this movie. She was 20. I looked it up. Yeah, so I mean, you know, if Courtney Thorne Smith that or was maybe 20, even 20, she might have been over 20. Because yeah. I'm sure when she was 16, if I if I saw a picture of her when she was 16, I'd be like, no, no fucking way. You know, I'd take Kirstie because Kirstie Alley was good looking. But uh, if you had a choice between Kirstie Alley in this movie or her, oh, she she'd get it in heart. I gotta go for the big tits. Yeah, and um, so this is uh, Fatal the Instinct. Is Why does that sound familiar? The what? Is fatal, fatal Instinct. I don't know if I've seen that. You watched it. Um, so Carl Reiner directed this. Now, Carl Reiner had a pretty good run. Like, I, I know he was a comedian and an actor and all that stuff, but as far as an actor goes, as far as being a director goes, um, he did Oh God. He did the one and only. That's the fucking uh, Henry Monsters. Winkler wrestling movie, yeah. right? Um, that one was all right. He did he the jerk. Rob Reiner. Yeah, he he spawned Rob Reiner. Reiner. He did the jerk. He did uh, Summer Rental right before this, the John Candy movie, which is fun. Yeah. And this, I think, was just the it's beginning of the end. Just, yeah, I don't know. This movie just didn't do it for me this time. What did you th- What did you think of it? Um. I oh, watched, I, and I like Mark Harmon's diet in it because I saw him eating lunch once, and he was just eating the inside out of a pie. Um, he just eats chocolate <laughs> pop tarts and fucking like peanut butter and jelly out right out of the jar on his finger. Even though it was kind of gross that he was letting the dog lick it and then eating it right. I off was going to say he was so much of a slacker. I find it hard to believe that that he was. But then again, gym teachers, you know, Jesus Christ, how hard is that? <laughs> Uh, like I said, we had some fucking morons. Yeah, they could coach wrestling and they could coach football and stuff. And they'd be the fucking dumbest fucking I look back now. Now some of those some of the some of our coaches were history teachers yeah. and they were still stupid as shit because they didn't know anything and all they would do is pass out a goddamn study guide and stand up there and read straight from the book. So these fucking guys are morons and I think that they should have to at least have some kind of ability instead uh, uh what's your what's your goal in life i want to i want to i want to coach football and uh, and you know another thing about these coaches because my nephew's playing baseball now and basketball and uh plus a lot of the people i work with have kids that are you know in school and everything and, and we'll see on the news all these guys that are that are coaches you know they were the big stud athletes in school they're all mm-hmm. fat as shit they're all short, they're all fat, and they look like hell. They're dumb because they can't fucking do anything else. And and, and they're like, oh, you know, what do you want to do with the rest of your I want to teach kids to throw a ball through a hoop. <laughs> Duh. So anyway. Is that Kim uh, It's not like I'm watching something else. Anyway. Um, I, you got the big curly locks? I will say that yeah, he's a little chubby. Um, and the curly locks. He had a nice. He has a nice head of hair. Um, I watched Ski School first. I'm. I did too, and I'm kind of glad I did because. Oh, I'm this definitely movie was glad because like, it made this one. You know, it's like better, fuck. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> it's, no, I wasn't like that. But I mean, it was way better. Um, goes not to give anything away, but um, I thought this one was it. it I was surprised when I heard that Carl Reiner directed this mm-hmm. because he is a, like a comedy legend. And, um, but it I took, think it took three people to write this fucking story. 
Yeah. He said he read the script and was like, oh, that was it was really funny. Um, it it was now I will say this about this one. It could have used some more tit and it, it could have been Did raunchier. it have any at all? No. It, it mm. they showed what's the the uh, foreign exchange chick in her bikini and she started oh, to take God. her top off and the other girl said, No, we don't do that here or whatever. And Courtney Thorne Smith, they teased you with her big jugs. Uh and you know, Kirstie Alley's not gonna show anything. Um but uh, and this is like we, her got, first. we got to see we got to see Mark Harmon's tits. <laughs> yeah, he's not built very good. If I remember he's correctly, for, for a guy that he was the you know big quarterback at you know uh, what UCLA, he yeah. was or and and so I mean he was a, a a good athlete. But the one thing I remember about him was every time I would see him in some kind of a movie or like even in the, like I said the Presidio uh, with Sean Connery he. Uh, Meg Ryan plays Sean Connery's daughter, and they they are screwing around. He he has like a really unathletic looking body for a guy who is a fucking. No, oh, he's built like me. He's got little college, what, yeah, quarterback. buggy whip arms and a lumpy torso. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he's still a good looking guy. I mean, we were talking about this. Oh yeah, trivia thing. He was re- voted uh, sexiest man alive, and I think that was when he was doing Saint Elsewhere. He was a uh, big. Uh, uh, on that TV show, and he's a good-looking guy. He's got, you know, he's got some charisma and everything. Um, yeah, I like him in this. But um, I think maybe, maybe because Reiner is more old school, he didn't want to do something that was like, you know, the tit and the and. Yeah. The, but I'm telling you what, man, some of that shit. I will say this: that Dean, whatever the fuck his name was, he wasn't quite as obnoxious in this as he was that that uh, that other one. He's so fucking obnoxious. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, for me, I kind of like his being obnoxious. In these two uh, movies, I don't mind it. I, I I did like, like you said, I like the uh, I like the the thing about them, you know, being uh, horror movie geeks. Yeah. And how much they were into it, like at their house and everything. You'd see all the posters and all the his shit. alarm clock with the little, the little, the moving finger on his neck. Yeah, and then some of the shit when they did the um, the the fake uh, massacre. Some yeah, of that yeah. shit was it was like oh yeah I'm sh- I I'm serious I don't know maybe it's just me but uh, these high school kids were supposed to come up with that I was like the Courtney Thorne Smith had the the, the uh, not arterial spray but you could see the the pulse. And yeah. the blood went out of the thing in her neck. I was like, Jesus. Now, I'm sure they'd come up with something like that, uh, you know, with just stuff they had laying around the classroom. Um, I wasn't as um, keen on the foreign exchange student as you were. God, uh, she was kind of so very skinny. Um, I, I'm not a uh, Betty Davis appreciation person, but uh, she, was, <laughs> she, was, she was very thin. She had, uh, but she never saw the boobs. It was probably fake anyway. Yeah, they should have took some of the tit from ski school and and threw it in here for some gratuitous tit. And Mark Harmon should have fucked uh, Courtney Thorne Smith, and then it could have been like uh, he's afraid that he's going to go to jail. <laughs> you know, for fucking a, a girl who's Is only he, so, he was so dumb he didn't even think twice like that it would look weird that a sixteen year old was living in his house. Yeah, alert. yeah, yeah. And he was. That's the thing. He was, um, such a slacker and so oblivious that it was kind of. But then again, every time I want to say that, I think about some of the douchebags that uh, were uh, our 
you know, fucking coaches. And I had fucking, several, you know, a couple of them that were fucking the girls in our school, you know, and Ooh. ended up marrying them afterwards. And it's like, ugh, fucking perverts. Anyway, <laughs> but this movie, it's just, it's, it's okay. It's, it's not, uh, yeah. it's just kind of middle of the road. It does, it doesn't, I'd never had anything that was like a real, uh, laugh out loud moment for me i didn't either and I, that's that's why it was more disappointing for me because you know i was hoping to come in get like nice seven and a half eight you know had good memories of it but god i hardly laughed at all and yeah. and it's only because i just remembered liking some of it so well it's a different time and you know if we're older yeah yeah uh, we can get our ratings here i i I give it like a five point seven five, and that's really na- mainly nostalgia. It'd probably be a five if I had to rate it, just like I'd never seen it before, just right middle of the road. It's it's not offensive, but it's not like I don't know. I don't think I'll ever watch it again, which kind of I makes wish me it would have been offensive. Uh, I give it a four point <laughs> five uh, because I, it wasn't. Uh, I'll never watch it again. The only the only thing that stands out in my mind and that that, that I really liked was Courtney Thornsmith's big tits. So, I mean, you know, and she, and then, but you know, then when I started looking at her, I was like, man, she's got big boobs. But then when I looked at like her face, I think she it's because really I'm old. Uh, when I look at her face, she looks, yeah, baby face. I was really like, young. oh, that wasn't attractive. I need to, I, I need the, the MILF. Like now, I looked up some pictures of her from, um, it's got to be from that Jim Belushi show or whatever that they're on when they're married, and she has a shirt on and the nips were going pretty good, and that's the that's the you know yeah 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 you gravitate towards what you, you I, know I liked uh, like she's probably got to be close to my age and uh, you know a, a highlight for me too was uh, was uh, Wonder Dog I liked Wonder Dog I miss I, I missed my pooch so I like the I yes. like the end of it when he found when he found his little. Stupid little toy. So, <laughs> Harmon's cutting the doll heads off dolls. Trying to dog wouldn't have right. none of it. I like when he's sitting on the in the. Uh, was he on the beach when he was eating the pop tarts? He was on his porch eating the pop tarts, but he was Pop-a-pop. on the beach eating a thing of Dryer's ice cream. <laughs> yeah, now how long was that going? Like, I don't know, whatever. Well, he's he lives right on the beach. His house is pretty cool. Like it's a tiny little yeah. house, but man, he fucking walks right outside and he's on the sand. So, but I think he just carried it right outside his back door. How the fuck did he afford that? That big oh that well I don't it's know a high school fucking gym teacher. If he had lived there for you know ten yeah, years, may, he well it maybe in the late seventies, yeah. Eh, they don't ever get into that. Who gives a shit? He had a really nice car too. That Ford, whatever it was. Anyway, ski school. (laughs) We're stretching it. We're gonna be back uh, with a review of of uh, ski school. Yeah, we'll be right back. The following message is a paid advertisement for the Cult of Muscle podcast. The Cult of Muscle. You're either in it or you're dead. It's the dawning of a new age. The halls of Valhalla have been shuttered. The heroes of yore have either retreated to the shadows or taken to capering for the amusement of the small folk, their past glories of distant memory. The barbells have been torn from their once puma-strong grips. The beards shone from their square jaws, only to be transplanted onto flannel-clad, puny weaklings with fingers barely powerful enough to strum a ukulele. The time has come, my brothers to restore order from the chaos. No longer will our heroes be forgotten. No longer will their great deeds be viewed through a foggy lens of irony. 
Hear now our rallying cry as we scream it from the mountaintops, as we bellow it from <laughs> iTunes and Libsyn and Facebook. It's time to join the cult, my brothers. So don your cloaks and enter the cult of muscle. <laughs> Not offensive at all. <laughs> I don't know what this has to do with school. Um, uh, sucks like school. <laughs> I just laughed at CDR's comment on the fucking uh, Yahoo Serious thing. Saying, I saw Young Einstein in the theater when my friend forces to go to it over Lethal Weapon 2. It's the only Yahoo Serious movie I've ever seen. I smothered my friend with a pillow that same night. <laughs> I was laughing at the fact that Cult of Muscle has probably done four episodes and have has had 25 promos, and we haven't, we've had one. And uh, they're very creative over there, those guys. Yeah, we don't give a shit. I think we but have we two, fart but- a lot more. We do fart a lot more. Jake snores more, but we fart more, damn it. God, he snores. Thank the Lord Jesus that um, I had a little <laughs> bag of earplugs in my fucking uh, uh, overnight bag. Or, you know, because El Goro said, hey, you guys can stay with me. That way you don't have to, you know, uh, get a um, hotel room, motel room, or whatever. And then when we showed up, he, he had uh, a one bedroom apartment with uh, a love seat and a. Uh, couch, which is fine. That's no problem. But I forgot because I told Jake. I said, "Well, fuck. I I don't give a shit as long as I have a pillow. I'll sleep on the fucking floor." Um, but I forgot he had told me before one time when we were going on a trip. Well, that's when you I, went to go see hockey. Yeah. Yeah, I said, "Well, hell, we'll just split a room." And he goes, "Dude, I fucking snore so loud. I I I would not do that to you." And then we're staying at El Goro's and. And, and not okay. He bit the he bit the the something. I was gonna say the farm, but that does that's like dying. He bit the farm. He he bit the bullet, and he said, "Because I said I'll I'll lay on or I'll sleep on the love seat, or lay on the floor." And he goes, "No, no, you take the couch. You take the couch." And here he is curled up in the, like the fetal position, uh-huh. and it sounded like a goddamn <laughs> man. I'm telling you what. Oh my god. But I will say this: when I put those earplugs in, I could not hear him at all, nice. which is amazing. Those fucking things are amazing. Um, all right, ski school, nineteen ninety. <clears throat> Rival <clears throat> groups in a skiing school do battle on and off the pit. Pissed. One gang are rich and now, that serious. That's what I was when I was watching this. <laughs> <laughs> Zom was P I S T E. I was too. The other group are a par- are party animals. Damien Lee, who directed this, suck it. Um, Go you know fuck what? Yourself. <laughs> Go fuck <laughs> yourself, <laughs> Damien Lee. Um, I've seen some Damien Lee movies. Oh, really? And they all kind of stink. I saw Abraxas, Guardian of the Universe. Um, that is a Jesse the Body Ventura movie. Really? And it's not very good. <laughs> he plays an alien. Um, and I saw, uh, which I, and actually I reviewed a Damien Lee movie, I believe, on The Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema, Bringing Class to Trash since 1977. Um, it was Roddy Piper and fucking, uh, uh, God. 
what was the name of this movie? I know this was a Damien Lee movie. Oh, he did Last Resort with fucking Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Um, I'm going to find it. Anyway, let's talk about some ski school. Ski school. Um, this fucking movie was awful. <laughs> it was so fucking shitty, I swear to God. Okay, not only did I almost fall asleep several times watching it, but the only thing that kept me awake was my being mad at how <laughs> awful it was. It's just dumb as shit. Um, oh, I'm looking nothing. at Ryder. No wonder I couldn't find it. Terminal the Rush. Only, Terminal with Rush the, with, each, with Roddy Piper and uh, Don the Dragon Wilson. Rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's got a lot of uh, tit. Now, there yes. was one chick in this that I wished I kept wanting them to show her tits. And that I have was no idea ba- what her name was, but goddamn, why did she never show her tits? And she had big boobs, too. And she was cute. And they kept playing up. She was the bad guy's um, girlfriend. Yes. But then this one douche who was like one of the head douches that Ooh, you're her, supposed to be rooting I, I, for. I kept thinking of Parker Lewis Can't Lose every time I'd see him with that stupid I'd haircut of his. I'd like to take a fucking baseball bat and hit him and Dean Cameron <laughs> in the fucking face. I hated those fucking morons. No, I, I, see, I hated I, them. Dean Cameron was the only thing I think I liked about this movie because um, I liked the way he would kind of talk to the camera and his like very deadpan almost uh, uh, delivery of he his He reminded lines. me of like a... a like uh, I was gonna say Billy Baldwin's retarded brother, or um, but Billy Baldwin does have a retarded brother named Stephen Baldwin, uh, but he looks he looks like Billy Baldwin sort of, except just kind of a douche. Um, and some fucking caterpillar this, eyebrows. Yeah, boy, he had some big eyebrows. Um, now they had some very hot chicks in this, and they weren't shy about showing the tit, right. and also wearing. The high, the French cut. You love the high panties. Well, the only thing is, from the front, it looks kind of cool because it makes you know makes (laughs) their legs look really long. But from the back, it makes their ass look really long. (laughs) Oh, and the 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 biggest uh, 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 criminal of long ass in this one is the one that wouldn't show her boobs. Yeah, she 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 had like an acre of fabric on the back of those panties. It makes it, it uh, you, now you know the thing is you know that their ass crack is like normal length, right? But it but makes her ass when, crack look like it's like three feet long. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like they pull the fucking things all the way up to their goddamn uh, shoulder blades. Uh, but anyway, that's just the that's just the era, the era, era, era. Yeah. Um, these guys. Kind of. This is 1990, but it feels like it's like 85. Now it's it's funny that no uh, I take that back it feels like the nineties with the fuck the, the 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 fashion in this is far worse than summer yeah. school. <laughs> well, it's it's funny that Justin, the cinemasochist, had called in uh, oh. last week and mentioned um, like over the top uh, homophobic uh, stuff in movies and that you know it's supposed to be funny and you know you oh, might God. laugh at it but whatever cuz they have some fag comments and yeah. that are just really they just keep, they they keep, they run the the gay jokes into the ground yeah and but they, yeah they're not even you know they're not they're even, not even like, go, uh, they're not even jokes they're just like ha ha look you guys were acting like you were talking about each other in a sexual manner ha ha <laughs> yeah it was just and, and there was just a couple times for you know the guys were like get out of here faggot you know, and I, like uh, Eddie Murphy could kind of say something like that, but he'd do it with 
the timing and you and you and that might it was probably wrong even then but still you, you know like in 48 hours or something like that you know but um well you did you did have Ava Fabian in the movie who doesn't ski but she sh- definitely shows the goods yeah, and oh she, yeah. She she's like the rich like chick that just kind of hangs out looking for guys to bang on the ski slopes and. Uh, but know, I also think hot. like her character was just kind of fucking stupid because yeah. they showed her and you know I was like wow who's that she's really hot and and because she's always standing by her car with this long dark hair dressed in black with these sunglasses by like some dark you know like a black uh, Rolls Royce or whatever and then the the hero you had the douche. Uh, party animal guys, and then this this one guy shows up, and he's um, a skier, but he would be like a Robert Redford guy who was like a country guy, country boy, who liked to ski, and he shows up, and they put him on the the party guys team, and he falls for this chick, who I was she was the Courtney Thorne Smith of this movie, except she didn't have really big boobs. Yeah, and her, she was she had fake boobs though. Did you notice? Really? Like I she, never even yeah, because there's a the, she that she shows her tits later on in the movie, and she's laying on her back, and those things are the exact same position as when she was standing. Yeah, up. that's true. I just remember Darlene you know, Vogel. That's her name. Darlene Vogel was her. I kept thinking that maybe she was like some kind of professional skier in real life, and that he was too. Nah. But you know, but they they do have some skiing stuff in this. That's if you like skiing, really you could impressive. get something out of this movie. Yeah, if you like boobs and you like uh, skiing. Uh, there's the there's man. some there's some stuff for this in uh, there's some stuff for this in you Jesus Christ watch, watch <laughs> downhill racer and go, and just fucking look at porn because it ain't worth it to fucking watch this um, it's dumb they uh, you have the really uptight uh, uh, I could see like Philip Seymour Hoffman playing you know when he was in uh, uh, Son of a Woman or or uh, talented Mr Ripley playing this real you know uh, Harvard-educated asshole, but he had been that, so I don't know why I'm bringing him up. But anyway, they have guys like that that are real buttholes, and um, and uh, I like, you know, I don't like it. The, the one time they were having a party and they kept playing this one really douchey music, and, and the guy was like, oh, nothing's going to get down here. We'll go in here and fiddle with the lights and and we'll make the party cooler. But they kept doing shit, and the, it just kept playing the same song, and the lights would just go out. <laughs> then he finally got the lights to come on, and the music they were playing wasn't much better than the douche I music. Just, I know. It was just like, instead of generic R&B, it was, or generic 90s R&B, it was generic 90s hair metal. Yeah, it was sucked. <laughs> um, now, the, I'll tell you, the beginning of this movie... I really think of... This is a hard one to fucking review. Yeah, because yeah, it honest is. to God, I it just sucked, and it, it's just the save the rec center kind of a shit where they they have to. They, it's a school thing where which is stupid ski school, and they're like, right? And that, okay, that was what I was confused about. They called it ski you, school. No, did like they they? It didn't seem like a school ever at all. Like nothing about it seemed like school. Like I didn't understand the school part of it. I guess people. I guess the guys that live that stayed in section eight. Or the section, different sections would like pay money to go and like be taught how to. But they all seem like awesome skiers anyway. I don't know why the fuck they were even doing school. Why were yeah. they just hanging out skiing? They're doing all this but, goddamn flips and shit that are like Olympic level stuff. The the this movie started off the first like ten minutes. 
I had some promise for me. Now, I had a little history with this movie because the, the one and only time I ever went skiing, I went with a Boy Scout troop. And the Boy Scout leaders thought it would be a cool idea to show ski school to us before, <laughs> before Nice. We before they weren't we like gays there. in the fucking Boy Scouts, but they'll let you guys watch uh, fucking tits. And, <laughs> yeah. and this, so this would have been when it was out on video, so it would have been like 91. So I would have been about 15. Um, and I remember they covered up the sex scenes. Like they stood in front of it with a, with a paper and they wouldn't let us watch that. Nice. Um, <laughs> what a fucking douchebag. But Art I don't remember, specs. I didn't remember anything about this movie. Um, but it starts off and I thought it was going to be like entertaining in a bad way because, well, it starts off and you get like these like neon like you get these oily bear tits you get these like painted neon black tit lights or black light tits yeah <laughs> and, and really bad haircuts fucking fluffy bangs and moose and Ugh. and uh, the 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 uh slow-mo skiing and stuff and I was like okay I, I mean I could I could see it might be all right it looked like Andre Agassi threw up on all the sporting attire oh yeah <laughs> but I tell you, when it started to lose me was the the Parker Lewis can't lose guy doing his cleavage routine. Like he comes in and like acts silly to put his face in that girl's tits, and then yeah. like she she was a good sport about it, but I don't know. It seemed very uh, it, I didn't think it was funny. And then the party scene where they set up the whole video and everything, and then the, what you were talking about with the music. God, that party scene lasted like thirty minutes of the hour of the eighty-eight minutes, and it was he should have just went in and he fucking turns all the lights on and like in the movie Reckless when uh, they're playing the shitty music and Aiden Quinn just goes over and goes fuck this shit and puts on like some fucking punk band uh, (laughs) album and and it just the record scratches and they start playing then everybody starts dancing you know mom like it better if we slept together where but this one it just took too long to develop and it was dumb yeah dumb section section one was the like the they were the preppy guys and they had the uh, the obvious way of cheating which was kind of stupid because they would do things like put a grappling hook on the like what kind of competition was it? Like, at least be sneaky about it. You know, yeah, why didn't they just have a machine gun out there and put landmines? <laughs> yeah, up? yeah, or just I mean, like one of one of the dudes just skis right up to another dude while they're doing the slalom and just elbows him and knocks him off his skis. I'm like, that's not even creative. Like, that's just stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, the uh, Johnny. Johnny gets shit on by no strings blonde, who obviously had hidden strings. Surprise! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that that whole side story that was stupid too. Um, yeah, the I don't I didn't understand this. The there was a love story that went on in the side. Now, Dean Cameron is kind of the guru of this of Section Eight. They're the bottom of the of the 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 yuppie food chain, I guess. And all they want to do is party. And I don't know why they're have, still have jobs, but. Um, the Johnny, who's the kind of the hayseed guy that came in, and he's a really good skier, but he wasn't cool enough to be in section one. They put him in section eight, and Johnny forms a relationship with the girl that had the deceptively fake boobies. And uh, but she's like, yeah, I just want to, you know, no strings and blah blah blah. She didn't so, look that good with her clothes on. I mean, I was kind no, of yeah. Was, I mean, you weren't sitting there going, was, "God damn." She was a girl next door, and then like, yeah. Ava Fabian comes on to him, and like. 
he bangs her in one of the most ridiculous sex scenes I've seen. In she definitely eons. wasn't the girl next door, unless no. she fucking live in goddamn Beverly Hills or something. I want to live in that house. Um, oh, Jesus. The, she was a uh, whore. <laughs> <laughs> but that ridiculous Red sex scene. Whore. It's the first time they're ever fucking, and like they're glistening with with sweat. They're fucking like... They're laying on the dining room table and like sitting up in a chair. There's like, like a, making a wind, love. Yeah, there's a wind machine. The fuck fucking that is. <laughs> love. Uh, there's a <laughs> white satiny curtains blowing in some weird like yes, breeze yes. that's indoors. I don't know. Um, <sighs> unlike you, I did like Dean Cameron in the movie when he would do his like deadpan not really deadpan he had a very deliberate way of delivering lines and stuff and uh i don't know i i I like his personality um he uh he can get away with breaking the fourth wall and i think he actually does in this movie like look straight into the camera which i thought was kind of funny um the one thing i think the one thing besides the beginning of the movie where i was kind of like yeah yeah this is gonna shitty this gonna be shitty but fun besides that i think the one time i did laugh was when Section 8 was kind of crashing the competition, and um, these two guys are skiing with a, holding a hammock, and on that hammock is this giant like pile of Labatt's beer yeah, and this yeah. chick in a bikini. That made me laugh. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a compilation of a bunch of uh, raunchy, quote-unquote, raunchy scenes that don't really add up to anything like worthwhile. And honestly... I watched, uh, I watched Caddyshack right after this because I needed something. And Caddyshack, oh, Caddyshack, Caddyshack is kind of a, a similar thing where it feels like it's a bunch of like little things put together into one story. But it, but it, it and it works and it's a good example. So it's a similar kind of thing. I mean, you got you got the underdog guys, the caddies. You got the rich guys doing their thing. It's a similar kind of thing. It's, there's not a save the rec center storyline right. going on in Caddyshack, but you know you have you have the underdog story um, with uh, what was the kid's name in Caddyshack that wanted the scholarship. Anyway, you know, and the the his juggling between the super hot rich chick and the and the 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 girl Irish next door chef. girl that's there that's more of a he's probably a better catch for him but you know she not irish as or scottish i can't remember she had a really thick accent i think it, i think it was scottish and it, it was just so out of place it's like why why did they i have couldn't them? tell i couldn't tell where they were in caddyshack either we're talking about caddyshack instead of ski school jesus um, christ king kong bundy lost a lot of weight oh no that's not i, I mean that's good but that's not good <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> it's like my brother-in-law um, <laughs> Um, I don't know. This movie's a failure. It's not good. Oh yeah, um, it's yeah. I'm like you. I, I kind of you, you when I, we knew we were going to review these. My, I like I said. I think I may have seen Summer School like a long, long time ago, and it must yeah. not have made much of an impression. But I kept thinking, okay. We're going to watch this, and then we can say, you know, okay, look at the fucking high-waisted pants, or look at the fucking yeah, shitty yeah. hair, and this and that. <laughs> but neither one of them, you know, they were just kind of flat. This one tries really hard to be raunchy and shit, but it just misses. It just, there's... The, the, there's, the, there's a, there is hardly any hit at all in yeah. this movie. Um, I mean, 
outside of like a grin, I think the Labats with the bikini chick was the only time I laughed in this fucking movie. Well, besides like at the beginning, like I said, where I was like, holy shit, look at this hair. And I was laughing at their, uh, the metal hard rock and the slow-mo yeah. skiing and the bad, the, I mean, universally bad hairdos and clothing in this. They are, like, they are laughable. Anybody that ever says that 80s fashion is worse than 90 fa- 90s fashion, please watch this because this yes. movie was released in 1990, but this is what 90s fashion is all about. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's, it's the cut of the 80s clothing with the fucking neon colors and ugh, bad, bad. Um, but... Just like this movie. I like the naked women, but it's not worth watching the. Just go find fucking uh, photos from the movie if you want to see that. Let's just read it. It was was hard to fucking get through. I literally. I did not go to Taco Bell. I told Loaf that uh, I was going (laughs) to shut it down and go to Taco Bell because I was, uh, you know, it was really just ugh. Um, But, you know, I was like, I got to get through this. uh, But I didn't go to Taco Bell. I just made something here. It was better than the movie, you know. There, your hey, you hands, know, um, ham sandwich uh, on Wonder Bread was better than this. <laughs> yeah, one of my friends went to a pirate game today, uh-huh. and they okay. Now this Coors, what is it? Uh, some I guess it's Coors, just Coors Light, ten dollars and five and fifty cents a can at the what? baseball game for and Coors said, Light. Yes, and she said that. Um, on the way up, they stopped at Sheets and got the same size, and it was two dollars. <laughs> yeah, ten dollars and fifty cents. I would have went without. I would have, yeah. Well, now I know the last time we went, which was a couple years ago, uh, a bunch of guys from work went, and my friend went and got a bottle of water, and it was six bucks. Well, uh, I know like a lot of places let you bring in a bottle of water, which I would just do that. I'd fucking go lap water out of the goddamn toilet before I'd spent six <laughs> bucks. I, I could go with unless it, unless it was like, uh, and it wasn't because I was gonna say unless it was like a hundred and some degrees, I could go without before I'd fucking spend six dollars for a bottle of water. But the funny story there was, um, we went to the game and we watched one inning of the game. He got up and said, "I'm gonna go to the bathroom," and when he was in the bathroom. They played the whole second inning. He comes back and sits down and he goes, God, there was a line at the bathroom and I got a bottle of water. It cost $6. And I think as soon as he said that and sat down in his seat, it started thundering and lightning and pouring down the rain. <laughs> I said, you drove all the way up there. We got a $6 bottle of fucking water. And we and they, and they and not only was it a rain delay, but they called the game. So that was funny. But geez, Let me tell that's you, so a, ridiculous. A much better skiing movie is Better Off Dead. Watch what about that movie. Hot Dog. I don't think I've seen Hot Dog. Better Off Dead. Was that Cusack? Yeah, Cusack, yeah. I think that... Hot Dog the movie was Yeah, Hot Dog the movie is a skiing movie with David Naughton. And um I don't remember much about it, but I I I bet you $5 it was better. Oh yeah. David I've not Naughton. yeah. Now and I and as far as, like I said, as oh, far it has she and a tweet in it too, so I know it's yeah, good. it's already better. The um, <laughs> you know she throws it off. The um, the skiing in the movie the, in this movie is day. not even that great. Um, because most of the races you see are the same little little short slalom that aren't very exciting. Yeah. There are some there are some decent like 
like uh you know like when we did big wednesday and they talked about this we, we talked about the surfing and that there's a lot there's some there's some uh there's some nice shots of ski tricks and stuff in this that are pretty cool but again i would never do that shit where they fucking uh flip upside down and shit no way oh uh, well that yeah that too but goddamn when they fucking do that shit where they're uh like they drop them off on a helicopter or up on a mountain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Off these giant rock cliffs and stuff, and it's like fuck that shit. I can't relate to skiing. I never have skied. I'm not. A, I've skied once, and it was miserable. I hated it. I, I fucking. I, I just kept falling down. It wasn't like I didn't. Even when I finally did, was able to stand up. It just wasn't fun. Like I don't know. It, it, skiing's not for me. And you know another uh, thing that, that that gets me about skiing is you always think you know you're going to get up there and it's, it's snow it's going to be cold and then you see these people in like bikinis and so I mean they must make <laughs> the fake snow and you know it's I anyway guess what do you rate this when, uh one <laughs> one I give it I rate it lower I swear to God I mean I just this was just a miserable piece of shit. I, I I liked boobs I liked uh, I, I thought Dean Cameron was fine. And uh, I laughed at the neon clothes, so I give it a two point five. <laughs> See, you're not that much fucking better. <laughs> what God, that's bad. Let's take a break and come back and do a little feed sack and wrap shit up. How does that sound? Wrap it up. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> there are a lot of podcasts out there that do science fiction, horror, and fantasy movies but how many of them are done by somebody who's been watching this shit for half a century hi my name's terry frost and i do the martian driving podcast a podcast where i look at silent films all the way through to movies from the second decade of the 21st century i look at fantasy horror and science fiction and talk about them sometimes with the guests sometimes by myself but always with an eye to the stuff that maybe has slipped off your radar if it was ever on your radar so go to marsdrivein.blogspot.com or type Martian Drive-In Podcast into iTunes and enjoy a bit of decent genre talk. And keep watching the skies. the PJ Souls version. You know, the thing that I like about the Ramones, um, if you saw them live or listened to any of their live uh, concerts, um, and then you listen to the, if you listen to the live stuff first, which is when I was first introduced to them, uh, the guy at the, uh, well, one of my friends played in a Ramones uh, cover band, uh-huh. and he got me into it, and I went to a record store and i said hey i one of my friends plays in a ramones cover band i said get me 
you know, I want to I want to listen to what would be really good. And they said, oh, you got to listen, you got to get something live. So I got like Loco live, and that's all I listened to. But then when I go back and listen to the studio stuff, it seems so slow because yeah. they played everything yeah. so fast. Like well, they would the, do, yeah, the, the clip that whoever posted for this was from was the live from the movie, but I didn't want to use it because it had too much talking in it. And but it's it was like it's almost twice as fast as this album. Oh version. yeah, well they would do like their whole set in like uh, fifteen minutes, <laughs> and, the, and the, the the guys the the. Uh, the producers of uh, whatever the live show was would be like, uh, what? <laughs> Could you guys do it again? And they would do Sometimes they would do their whole set like two or three times because right. <laughs> they would go through it so fast. It's oh. awesome. That's because oh. of Johnny's strict right-wing uh, fascist uh, <laughs> yes. leadership. <laughs> God bless George Bush. Right. <laughs> 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 we got a little feed sack here. Let's play the first one. I think I don't, I don't think I played this gold. Uh, This is Cody. I uh, just listened to your uh, Parker show. I thought it was called, but uh, did I play this already? No. What did we do? Was Parker last week? Last time? Okay. I think so. Yeah. I, okay. I, yeah. I think this one. This, this one just seemed old. Yeah, the adaptations of uh, those that guy's books. Um, really good show. Um, Nice. I motivated me to uh, to read uh, a few of those books. Um, I think uh, CDR uh, has said in the past that he's a big fan, and uh, yeah, really. Um, I guess it was the the nine point two five on the uh, I think it's the Lee Marvin one uh, that uh, got me. Excuse me, that got my attention on it. Uh, not that you were reviewing the book, but. Uh, I think you get my meaning. Um, also, uh, Payback, speaking of uh, that sort of stuff, um, the Mel Gibson movie, uh, it's raining on me. Now I need to go inside. Um, I think uh, Get the Gringo is supposed to be like an unofficial sequel to Payback or something like that. Um, I don't know if that means it's an adaptation of one of those books. I don't know if Parker goes to a Mexican prison or something at some point. Uh, but uh, I think one is supposed to be connected to the other. Yeah, at least, like, spiritually. I don't know. Um, also, I'm so thrilled that Zom enjoyed Nurse 3D. Uh, it is the best. I said uh, uh, on Facebook at some point, <clears throat> you guys ought to uh, double it with uh, Dr. Giggles. <laughs> and I um, save that one for uh, a, a rainy day or something. Uh, yeah, the hospital horror. Uh, I don't know, healthcare uh, practitioners gone bad. Whatever, double. I think that'd be great. I would love to hear you guys uh, cover uh, Nurse 3D in particular. What about the only uh... movie I've ever uh, rented from Redbox? Then as soon as it ended, uh, immediately went to special features. And watching it again with the, the director's commentary. Nice. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's uh, it's something. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, great show. Keep up the good work, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Yeah, Visiting hours could be another good hospital horror movie. The Michael Ironside movie. He plays a fucking. I'm using my movie. shoe to scratch my back. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I have a back scratcher. It's awesome. It's made out of bamboo. Dude, I need a back scratcher because I have a, this one place on my back, and it will itch like crazy. And I thought, well, maybe I'm not like. And I even bought like a loofah thing on a fucking stick to make sure that I get back there. And you know, and but still, Jesus Christ, it fucking itches. Maybe I have something wrong with me. Cody, thank you for the kind words. Glad you enjoyed the shoe. Yeah, glad you enjoyed the show. Thanks for the uh, feedback. Yeah. All right. Let's see if Bernie yeah, has anything to say about uh, us mentioning his lack, not liking uh, adapted books or comics. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, guys. It's your pal, Bernie Sticky, from uh, across the sea and far away. Just finished listening <coughs> to your Donald E. Westlake episode, which um very much enjoyed. <laughs> Uh, great to hear you talking about uh, both films. I'm a big fan of, I was going to say Point Break, Point Blank. I like Point Break as well. Uh, but Point <laughs> Blank is excellent. Uh, I've never seen fit, it. Uh, I wouldn't say it's great, but it's it's good. Um, and uh, I think you were both pretty much on the money uh, with uh, what you said about them. Well, of course. Um, but I was, I was calling up basically to talk about the Richard Stark novels a little bit uh, that they're based on. Um I think 24 or 25 uh, books in total, and there was a weird hiatus from about 73 through to uh, the late 90s, where he didn't write any. Um, then he wrote another eight or nine before he died. Uh, but they are superb. They are paired back. They're lean, muscular, nothing extraneous in there. They're just all plot, all action, and it just they propel forward. Um, and they're great. In fact, uh, and this is an interesting uh, thing, uh, certainly when you think about how most of the movie adaptions are pretty shitty, uh, they all pretty much read like screenplays. Um, you can just whiz through them in like in a couple of hours, even a slow reader like yourself, Loaf, I'm sure you would, uh, you'd make it through uh, pretty quickly. Sweet. Um, and that kind of leads on to why I have an issue with um, most of the film adaptions, uh, is that... Why do fucking filmmakers think they're better than their source material? Why do they exactly. think, oh, if I just change this and <laughs> fuck this around and move this, it's going to be better? Because, you know, they're fucking not. Um, the only person who gets away with it is John Borman, and that is because he is a great filmmaker and he makes it his own. Um, but he is certainly uh, reverent enough to the source material that, um, you know, he doesn't fuck it up. But uh, the other ones I've seen... You know, like I say, the outfit's pretty good, not great. The split is, um, again, not great compared to the source material, although it's an entertaining enough film. Slayground, uh, if you ever see that one, fucking run, run for your fucking life, because that is a, just an appalling film. What the fuck were they thinking there? That's Particularly as Slayground is probably the most cinematic and exciting of all the Parker novels. You know, it would take a fucking idiot to screw that one up. <laughs> but it uh, looks like they found him and employed him to do it. So there you go. Uh, anyway, the formula of the Parker novels, generally, um, the first couple being the exception to this, uh, but generally uh, you get Parker uh, putting together a string, uh, which is his little gang of uh, specialist guys uh, to sort of case and do the job that uh, he's got in mind or someone else has hipped him to. Um, so, you know, he might need a guy who's good with safes, he might need a guy for muscle, guy who's good with people, a driver, something like that. Uh, and as the novels progress, uh, various characters kind of reappear and certain characters work on certain jobs in certain novels. 
Um, and yeah, generally he'll put together a string that will do the job. Someone will fuck up. Uh, it all goes to shit and then Parker has to sort it out and try and at least get his money back. Uh, most of them go that route. Uh, they're all extremely enjoyable, as I said. Uh, Point Blank and the outfit are interesting because um, they differ from that in that they, I guess they're setting up Parker and his world. Um, so, yeah, they're, um, they're great novels. They really are tremendous. Can't uh, rate them highly enough. Uh, if you fancy a bit of crime, I, I totally recommend uh, you check them out. I They're will. all awesome. Um, and there you go. Uh, sorry I haven't been in touch for a while. Uh, I do listen every week still. It's been a bit busy of late. Uh, but I do love you sloppy Joey in motherfuckers. And um, <laughs> keep up the good work. And uh, I will speak to you again soon. All right, take care. Ta-ta. Um, I uh, went one step further with the pathetic eating of the sloppy Joe. I don't know if I mentioned this, but instead of using crackers to pick up the sloppy Joe mix, I was using slices of cheddar cheese. It's <laughs> <off> a block. <laughs> I was standing in the refrigerator with the refrigerator door open with slices of cheddar cheese, picking up cold sloppy Joe mix. Yeah. The other day I didn't have a, a for some gravy, I didn't have a ladle. So I just used my tennis shoe. <laughs> uh, and then scratch your back with it. Fucking A. Well, no, not that no, one. No, don't be silly. All right, last feed sack. Hey, silly go. Hey. This is a business Uh oh, Expendables 3. I know you guys saw the pictures from Cat. We've had a fucking great time. Fucking Expendables 3, you know, coming out in August. Yeah, you know, we fucking had a tank. We fucking rode on a tank in fucking car, yeah. <laughs> fucking all the friends came out to see us, you know. That's how much they fucking love muscle over there. It was fucking great, you know. I got to hang out with my pals, you know. Fucking Jesus David was there, Dolph was there, fucking Ash was there, fucking <laughs> right, fucking Kelsey Grammer, fucking you know from fucking Cheers and all that shit, uh. and fucking. Harrison Ford, you know, fucking the Star Wars man, you know, fucking my, you know, fucking Mel Gibson, you know, I had a great time hanging with all those guys, I know you guys would love Mel Gibson, he's a great fucking guy, you know, great fun, you know, he's fucking, you know, got a unique fucking worldview, you know, he's got, you know, yeah. some views, you know, but <laughs> don't let that detract from him, you know, he's a great guy, you know, he's had a rough patch, that's all. So, yeah, you know, we'd fucking spend, you know, fucking days talking about muscle and all that shit. I had a fucking cake with my fucking head on it. You know, I don't cut my head off, you know. Trying to fucking prove that he's the bigger man. He's not, you know. I'm the fucking linchpin of the Expendables, you know. It's all about me. It's true. So, yeah, fucking great times, you know. Fucking, you get on the fucking internet look at all those pictures, you know. See how... Fucking people. I the fucking the woman expendables there as well. Ronda Rousey. Fucking yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah. You fucking love that shit. Get on the internet. Look at those pictures. See all the fucking muscles. Get pumped. Get ready. Expendables free. The greatest action movie of all time is fucking coming. Ugh. Huh? Ugh. Uh. All right. Unless he specifically said, I'm just not interested in doing this movie. 
There is no goddamn excuse Carl for, for Carl Weathers being passed up for fucking Kelsey Grammer in this. I don't. I don't understand it. Fucking. I don't know. Maybe there's bad blood, or maybe he doesn't look good anymore. I don't know. He looks fine. I, I, I I've seen think, pictures of him. Yeah, it couldn't be that. And what? And Kelsey Grammer. There's no way in hell Kelsey Grammer looks better than Carl Weathers. Kelsey, and, fucking Frazier. What does he have to do with anything action movie at all? He was Beast in X Men. Oh God, is that it? Really? <laughs> Probably. Um, but um, the thing about Carl Weathers too is he was in Predator with Stella with a. Uh, wasn't there? And yeah. he was also in uh, some stuff with, in like uh, what's eighteen his face? Rocky movies. Eighteen Rocky movies. Well, not eighteen. And he was Action Jackson. Action Jackson. God damn. Well, I don't and what, know. And what I don't was know. Kelsey Grammer? He was in that fucking Down Periscope movie. <laughs> yeah, with what was it? Lauren Holly? Man, I love her. And he's a teabagger <sighs> too. Who? Kelsey Grammer? Yeah. No. Yep. Why would he do that? I think he is. Maybe I'm making that up. Yeah, you Let's see. Just creating anyway. stuff in your own head. <laughs> you I just want to hate him. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> He's a member of the Republican Party. There he you go. He blames politics for the cancellation of something. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. Um, yeah. The So, Whoa, uh, two, thank two. you. What? Rangers, uh, Canadians, 2-2. Two, two. What's the series? Uh, is it tied up now? I think it might be tied up. I need to go. I need to just start watching hockey. There's been some good soccer on. There's been some good hockey on. And I've been fucking watching Red Sox lose 10 games in a fucking row. <laughs> 10. <laughs> Jesus. You don't, you don't, you don't get to the playoffs winning 10, ga- losing 10 games. They'll in be in the playoffs. I, you're just like my friend, Randy. He fucking tries to use that reverse psychology shit. Oh, they're going to suck. They're not going to do it. And they're in there every goddamn year. No, they weren't. No, they were last place the year before last. They oh, won yeah. the World Series last year, and they're, it's feeling bad again this year. Um, we just anyway, won the next, goddamn World Series. Fuck. I know, but but we won the we, last World Series in goddamn uh, seventy nine or eighties. Yeah, or seventy nine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, but you know, you don't want to see them lose ten in a row. That gets boring. I mean, oh, you just you hate the Red Sox. Them. <laughs> bastard. Um, so next week on the shoe, uh, we're going to do a um, uh, women in eye patches double feature. Uh, we're going to do thriller, a cruel picture, or they call her one eye from 1973. And we're going to do doomsday, the Neil Marshall weird hybrid movie from 2008. Wait a so, minute, yeah, does do- a woman have a patch on her eye in that? Yeah, there's an eye patch woman in that. Not the main one, but there's okay. an, there's an eye patch chick in that. Um, so if there's not, fuck it. Who cares? We'll figure out another link. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Nobody listens. What? <laughs> uh, so yeah, thriller and uh, doomsday for next week. Um, you can always send us feed sack and thank you to Sly as well since I didn't say thank you for that. Um, always send us feed sack to two zero six three three nine sixteen hundred or silver gold podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, find us on iTunes and Stitcher and our website at silverandgold.com and uh, join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash silverandgold. I do not want to go to work tomorrow. It is Memorial Day. Fuck that. But 
At least I get paid double. Sweet. Um, I'm gonna go eat some cold Chinese food. Zom, do you have anything else? I sir? wish I had some cold Chinese food to fucking eat. Um, instead, I'm just cold. I don't have anything else except to say adios. <laughs> adios. This is Loaf Oot. Is all. Oot. Bye.